You got the chill. The chill, chill, chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Roll out the barrel. The barrel. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Boo, Ryan. Boo. Boo. Look, it was funny like three or four times. Now it's just <laughs> bad. It's, 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 it's worse than our rendition of the song. But you know why it's great? You know why it's perfect? Because the Brewers are rolling out the barrel with another big dub over the Cubs at Wrigley Field. They, oh, that was at Wrigley Field, huh? That was at Wrigley Field. Yeah. Did you, did you hear it in my sports center? It was, it was, uh, they beat him. You mean Fam South? AmFam South. Oh. <laughs> what I will give you is the Brewers better than the Cubs. What I will not give you is that that is never AmFam South. As much as Wrigley owns AmFam Field during Cubs games, you can't call it AmFam South. Uh-oh. I will not I will not take lies on this show. I sense a little <laughs> bit of defensiveness here. No, I I'm think not gonna, there I'm might not. be just a little touch of no, I'm not going to take uh, stupidity. I mean, that's just one of the stupidest things I've ever heard in my life. Okay, yeah, maybe. Maybe but I like, was just trolling. Maybe I was but being But, like, stupid. the Brewers are definitely maybe, better than the maybe. Cubs, but uh, they ain't showing up down there uh, <laughs> like the Cubs show up so. uh, in Milwaukee. <laughs> it's honestly, it's easier. That's what it is. It's easier for people in Chicago to get to AmFam Field and get a ticket oh, to AmFam sure. Field than it is to get to Wrigley Field for people in Chicago, let alone people from Wisconsin coming down there. It is a pain. Like oh. I like the Cubs, I like Wrigley Field. It is an abject nightmare. It's just like with Soldier Field. It is a life choice. You know how when you go to Green Bay and you come home and you're stuck in traffic for the rest of your life, like after a Packer game, uh, it's it's yeah, horrendous. It's, like yeah, it's not it's it's I don't horrendous. Think it's as bad as it's it oh, used to be. It's still the, awful. It's a lot better than it used to be. But yeah, you're it's right. still it horrendous. I mean, you if you don't catch traffic right, like after a night game. You're probably not getting home to Madison until 1 a.m. Maybe yeah. 2. Probably closer to 2, yeah. It's similar in Chicago, but it's more of once you're outside of like the city limits, then you can just go. So it's like it's a different problem, but it's similar. You both get home really late. It's just a matter of in Chicago, you move like an inch at a time for like four miles, and then you can just go. And on the way back from Green Bay, it's an inch, it's, it's uh, three inches at a time for 100 miles, and then you can just go. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still the same. Uh, both- Depends if you're willing to take on Rosendale or not. <laughs> take on Rosendale. Well, no. By that point, by that point, it's fine. It's well. If there's the, the split, right? That's where you, you have to yeah. choose whether you're going to stay heading south towards. It opens up, and I'm trying to think here. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Monster Blue. You know what to do. And that's Crush a Coors Light. And we're live at the Everlight Solar Studio. Get into the show eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. I where it opens up before the split. It's really, I want to say Appleton, it starts to open up. It's really from Green Bay to Appleton, it is horrendous. Yeah, and then you can that's move. Fair. That's yeah. fair. But for a while, Green Bay to Appleton, you're just kind of stuck. Which, yeah. at the same time, I'm okay with. Like the traffic, <laughs> I don't know if they do this on purpose, but letting people sober up in their cars. <laughs> going, <laughs> going five miles an hour. <laughs> is, I don't know if that's funny. on purpose or not, but... That's, Funny. I'm, I'm good with it. Because <laughs> there's been times you leave the parking lot and you're like, oh, God, where is this guy going to? Because, <laughs> I do not want right, to be behind that. I hope they're staying here for a while. No, they're on their way to Milwaukee right now. Right. Yeah. So I would just hope that, or maybe that was on purpose. Maybe it's on By accident. Design. But, but like, we don't, want it, to get too, we don't want it to get too easy to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not. I'd be fine with it if they said, like, you know what? No, you guys don't deserve it. It's gonna be a pain to butt to get out of here because we don't, we don't trust (laughs) y'all. Trust. And honestly, fair. Yeah, no, that's not misplaced. I would, I would, I would own it. I'd be like, okay, that's fair. Yeah, I've been on the roads. I've seen people out there. (laughs) I'll take them going five miles per hour, a little fender bender, uh, as opposed to something serious. All right, so it's cut down day, and I want to get into this part first. And Ryan, you've been a good sport about it, and maybe I'm wrong on it. So we're going to get into cut down day. I have a feeling Yash Nyman is going to be traded, not cut, but it's getting a little bit later now, so maybe he won't get traded. Maybe he'll end up getting cut. 
as it's getting closer to the cutdown time. What is that at? Is it at 3 o'clock? It's at 3 p.m. Central Time. 3 yeah. p.m. Central Time. We're going to have Jason Wildey uh, a little bit later in the show because of that. We're going to have him at 3.15, bump back, throwing stones a little bit. But Matt Hamilton, do you have this ready, Ryan? Oh, you mean this? You are the weakest link. Goodbye. Play it again. Play it? Well, yeah, play it again. Here it is. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. Everything's under control. Situation normal. <laughs> Is that you are the weakest link? I think that's like dorky. Like I feel like it's super dorky. old. Like that's something my mom would say. Well, now I maybe mean, I'm wrong on it. It's not. I think the show started in like in the 2000, like aughts, right? I, it's tough to say. I never watched the show, but I'm very familiar with the phrase. It's something. It's am, one of those but things. But I feel like I would be. I, would, I could safely say that this show. Was born after Ryan Wolfsheim. And you what might are you, 23? 24. 24? I think this show was born after Ryan. So let's throw it out. We don't have to put it as a poll question. We can put it as a Rutledge and Hamilton poll question. But I do want to ask, because I could be wrong on it. Maybe this is like, I've been wrong on New Balances. Matt's been right on other things here. <laughs> I have been right before. Yes. <laughs> is saying you are the weakest link lame? Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. 770 I want to put that on Rutledge and Hamilton. I could be wrong on it. I, it feels like, and I'm not saying it's worth, the alternative was finish him and I agree with you, Matt. Or fatality. Or fatality. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, like that I feel is maybe a little swim too deep. So I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with your premise. But yeah, you are I the weakest like- link feels hokey to me, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it is uh, right in the sweet spot I of our audience. I think that's why it's kind of lovable as well. Like, I, I, guess I'm asking. I think there is like a level of hokiness to it. There's a level of like, what back in my day, I watched this show kind of thing. Like, well, that's the thing. Like, yeah. I feel like the people you don't appreciate in life, 60 plus, would say you are the weakest link. Here's the thing. I was born in 89. This show was on when I was like a preteen, when I was, you know, parents were watching. 2001 the, was yeah. the USA release date. See, Made it. that's what I'm talking about. Like, this is... This came out when I was like 12. I was watching it with my parents before bedtime at like 9.30. And it was like during that primetime TV slot, which was a thing. And you'd tune into TV for your favorite shows instead of just ripping on Hulu or Netflix. This was one of those shows. It was like this and who wants to be a millionaire and like things like that were like throughout the week. And my parents loved these shows. So like, I think it's good. I think it nails this like millennial age very well anyone in that this old man 34 year old age range i think is going to really appreciate that one 844-770-3776 is saying you are the weakest link lame i feel like (laughs) it was something out of like austin it feels austin powers ish (laughs) and shout out to ben brust and congratulations to ben brust and greg scalzo separately having children (laughs) (laughs) I'll be clear on that one I appreciate that Brust loves Austin Powers And Weird right? (laughs) That's so surprising And look I'll I'll admit the other day it was on And I was like I hadn't seen it probably a decade I was like oh a little funnier than I thought But I mean I was always kind of tolerated it before I was like it's funny Like I'll, I'll watch it but it's not It's not necessarily my fastball Like it's not the movie I love and so when people quote it, yeah. I'm always like, eh, a little cringy. Like, I had people dress up as it and the whole thing, and I was just like, feel a little 90s, even though that was 2001 for Weakest Link. Austin Powers feels very 90s. I think that came out in like 99. Yeah, so, but the I mean, first so, one. But it could have been shot in probably 98, 97. It's yeah. a little 90s there. 844-770-3776. Is it lame to say you are the Weakest Link? I do not think... It is mean to say it because it is so hokey that like saying you are the weakest link. If someone gets cut, that's what we're going to do today. And applicable. Is that not exactly what the coaches are saying when they cut a guy on a football team? Doesn't mean they're the weakest link necessarily. Just that they're not as strong as the other 53 guys. Making them? Making them? The weakest link. Ah. Goodbye. (laughs) You are the weakest link. Goodbye. I think it's fair. <laughs> I think it's fair. Oh, man. And then I, I see this headline dropping from, uh, it came out today, 
It is from Awful Announcing. And the quote is, Packers reporter Peter Bukowski says Green Bay was ready to move on from Aaron Rodgers. The Packers were as ready to see Aaron Rodgers go just as Aaron Rodgers was ready to leave this offseason. This was an amicable breakup, as a breakup can be, between a superstar and a team that wasn't injury-related. That feels to me a little bit of revisionist history. That I think if Aaron Rodgers had just... It's a little bit like the Favre thing, where the Favre gave them just enough of malcontent, will I, won't I retire sort of stuff, that the Packers could use that as an excuse to move on and say, oh, he doesn't want to be here, we're tired of this and all that. And I still maintain that if Aaron Rodgers, at the end of this, or excuse me, if Brett Favre at the end of his last season in Green Bay, right after the season said, I'm coming back, Packers would have taken him back. And I still maintain that if Aaron Rodgers at the end of last season said, I'm, I'm going to be a Packer, he'd be a Packer. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no. There was still a lot of pressure. Fans were... Like we did polls on that. I would say, but do you think over fifty percent of fans would have been okay if they moved on? Now, do I think that Goody makes that decision? Like, obviously, he's not influenced by the fans. He might be influenced, but he's not like told what to do. Just because I'm an owner doesn't mean I have any say. So I don't think that. I don't think he's necessarily wrong. It's one of those things. It's like, yeah, we would have taken you back, but we had like they had. A mistress waiting in the wings. If your wife was going to leave you, they had a plan B right there. And so that's why they were cool with it. Let's pull this one. We'll pull this one on the on the ESPN Madison, not at Jim and Matt. If Aaron Rodgers said he wanted to come back to the Green Bay Packers, would the Packers have accepted it? Taken him? What's the word we want to use here? Welcome him back. Welcome him back. Yeah. Welcome him back. 844 We know how this poll is going to go. 844-770-3776. If Aaron Rodgers said, hey, I'm, I'm a Packer, like immediately, like after the season, no him and Holly said, hey, I want to be a Packer. So you're saying like no darkness retreat So at I all. would say like if Aaron Rodgers Maybe pre-darkness was clear that pre-darkness. he wanted to be back with the Packers, would they have welcomed him back? So okay. make sure they put the words clear in there. 844-770-3776. And I think the answer is 100% yes. That is as good as they think Jordan Love might be, you still would be foolish and idiotic to just let Aaron Rodgers walk out the door. I agree, but I I would guarantee that this poll goes. I'm not asking about the poll. I'm asking you. So let's because here's what I wouldn't have wanted to. You know me. I love Aaron Rodgers. Because in this imaginary world, in this imaginary world where Aaron Rodgers immediately says, I'm back, which implies that he's all in. Like the second the season ends, like that was a sour note. I am back. I am gonna be Obviously, this is uh, predictive. I'm going to be the Aaron Rodgers I am with the Jets. Right. <laughs> I'm going to be that guy with the Packers right now. And that guy with the Packers, they win more games with him. Totally. Uh, Jim and Madison chimes in. You are the weakest link. It could not be more lame. And that's not me saying that. <laughs> that is someone else. That sounds like the weakest link chiming in. Goodbye, Jim. That's a booty, Jim. Goodbye. 844-770. <laughs> 3776. We have two different poll questions. One up at Jim and Matt. <laughs> is it lame or outdated to say you are the weakest link? Right now, 86% of people say yes. And then 86% our, of people are the weak link. You are the weakest link. <laughs> and then our secondary Iron Jock poll question. If Aaron Rodgers uh, was clear that he wanted to play for the Green Bay Packers, would he still be on the team? And I think the answer is yes. I mean, I, I agree with how you're going to pull it. Everyone's just happy to move on. But if Aaron Rodgers said after the season, I'm back. Like, no question about it. I'm playing for the Packers. Even if he did everything else. Goody, fans, everyone, last postseason press conference, I'm back. I'm all in. And then he goes and does all his weird stuff. Like, darkness street just disappears from the team. Too little, too late. Sorry. You're gone, Rodgers. We've got a Ferrari in the garage. You don't know what you got in the garage. We're not waiting on this jalopy to tell us he's ready to play his 19th season in the NFL. Oh, are you turning on Aaron <laughs> Rodgers now? Is that what this is? <laughs> no, it's just a, couple, a different perspective. <laughs> Let's go Red Pub Crawl, Thursday, September 7th, 530 to 9. Free t-shirts and koozies and 15 chances to win a cruiser bike. Uh, Wando's, Church Key, 
The W and Mondays are all places you can win this. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Richard Hamilton continues live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Get into the show, 844-770-3776. We have two Iron Jock poll questions going on right now. Our first Iron Jock poll question, we asked at Jim and Matt, is it lame or outdated to say you are the weakest link? 92% of people Get say, out of here! Yes. Whoa! This is getting <laughs> out of hand. I need to. I need to tweet this. Can this. you go vote in that, Matt? Can you? I'm can, gonna vote. Can you I'm defend, gonna sway this. Can you defend our our decision to play this perfect hockey on today's show? Oh it is cut down day. Gosh, well, okay. And we are our secondary Iron Jack poll question. If Aaron Rodgers was clear from the start this off season that he wanted to stay with the Packers, would the team have welcomed him back? Fifty five percent of you say. Yes. I will die on that hill. That one, that was the other way he could have really stuck at the Goody. Because if he knew Goody wanted to go to Love to play his guy, Aaron's just going, I'm all in, fellas. Like, let's go. <laughs> Green and gold. Woo! Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Bang on the drum. The whole thing. I'm let's ready to go. be a Packer for life. <laughs> like, Goody would be like, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Because then it would be re- like Goody would be the villain. Oh yeah, there's like, there's no painting himself into a good picture in right. that way. Now Aaron, he's the one pushing out the Hall of Famer. Like if Aaron, and that's the other part which I don't believe that at least Aaron did not pick up on this vibe. Because I think if Aaron, he's smart enough to do this. Now, he's not my favorite. I think he's a little maniacal, but he is vindictive. He's smart and vindictive enough that if he really felt that Goody 100 percent wanted to move on from him, the smarter play would have been, "I'm all in, run run him back, let's go." The four, because then Goody either has to tra- you have yeah, to live but with then it. You, then you're gonna have to. You have two choices. Like you can live with Goody being the villain, but you you got you straight up got cut. Do you think his ego could handle? Oh, being, he would be cut. He'd have to be. I'm saying he'd have to be traded. Like, but like, but the, you got moved on from right. Essentially, it's like. But like, if you really now it's an amicable breakup. Instead, it would have been like you got dumped. Yeah, but in this case. It's like Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to case, be dumped. It's, you know, you see those movies where that's why he dumps all of his girlfriends. But you see those movies where like the nerdy guy gets the hot girl. Hey now, and it'd be ridiculous for the nerdy guy to dump the hot girl yeah. after he spent all this time trying to attain the hot girl. That would be like Goody's the nerdy guy, yeah. and he dumps the hot girl. Everyone's be like, "What are you doing, nerd?" <laughs> it wasn't working out. Who cares, nerd? It's too hot for you. <laughs> She's taking ayahuasca, and I didn't agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get out. Let's play what Matt missed. <laughs> oh man! Before we play what Matt missed, though, <laughs> well, I thought there's an opener. So, like, Ryan, we're just, still working on the opener. You sleep back there. So, before we play that, you're wearing your Liney shirt. I know you miss drinking Lineys whenever you're not drinking a Liney. So, what uh, what line of Googles did you not miss this week? Well, yeah, the first wedding was at a gosh darn cidery. Which is good from time to time, but it did not have my delicious Liney's beer that I'm looking for when I'm looking to celebrate my friends and have a good time. The beer of choice right now, still a nice hot summer. I'm trying to keep that summer vibe going. The Honey Lemon Light is just fantastic. It's got the same calories as a normal light beer, except it's got a little bit of that lemon flavor, a little bit more uh, lemon twist to it that gives it that summer vibe. Kind of, kind of. Is refreshing, makes me feel like I'm out on the boat. You know what I mean? Sitting in the sun, enjoying a delicious beer. You can enjoy a delicious honey lemon light or any of the delicious flavors of Lina Kugels from their juicy peach, their IPAs, box, the honey lemon light, and a whole lot more. They've got a flavor for you. You can get it wherever you get delicious beer. But remember, you've got to be 21 years or older to enjoy. All right, let's play What Matt Missed. 
play this every week on ESPN Madison. It's what Matt missed. Look, the Open's coming, guys. All right, the Open's coming. We got a lot coming down the pike. But we do know that coming down keep the pike. Keep your pr- pipes to yourself. I'm keeping my pipes in my I'm keeping my pipes inside, just like Matt Hamilton was inside. He was plugged out. This past weekend, plugged guys, out. as we all know. Yeah. Plugged out as okay, famous Stroll. producer Alex The look at my wife's face when I said that to her about what Alex said. <laughs> and he was plugged out. She wanted to know if he graduated elementary school. Well, we all know the answer to that one. But we're curious if Matt knows what we've been talking about as he missed a lot while enjoying those honey lemon lights on his boat this past weekend. Golfing, whatever it was you were out doing. Two weddings. Weddings. Well, that too. Weddings. No, I also went golfing and boating. So I had a, I had a full weekend. He's a busy guy. So Matt misses a lot. So. We play him some audio cuts, unprompted, no context. See if he knows what's being talked about. So here's the first one I'll play for you today. And this was from yesterday, Matt. That is the one piece of context I will give you. What's fair to expect is expect some growing pains. That's fair to expect. Expect some struggles. That's fair to expect. But also, it's also fair to expect uh, success as well and early success. Now how, much, now, how much success, I don't know. But it's fair to expect that because he's been sitting so long. He should know something. I believe him since day one. So, Matt, who was that? And who do you think that he's talking about there? Well, whoever that is, they're obviously talking about Jordan Love. I... You got that part. I kind of think it's like... Is it Jair? Jair? No, he's not an NFL football oh, player. Oh, then I don't know who it is. Jim, do you think you know? Oh, man. I'm going to go with, I feel like it's an NBA player talking about it, um, Steven Jackson. You guys are both wrong. He was not an athlete. That was Lil Wayne. Lil that was Lil Wayne, Wayne that speaking was Lil Wayne. on <laughs> So Undisputed got their new lineup yesterday with, uh, I believe they now have Richard Sherman, a whole cast of people around Skip Bayless, and he had his best friend Lil Wayne on to talk about the Packers and Jordan Love. Lil Wayne. Is he maybe the biggest, most famous Packers fan out there right now? Most notable amongst Packers faithful, you guys would say? I mean, I can't think of a lot. Ellen? I think Ellen's a Packers fan, right? Isn't that what it is? Who? Ellen DeGeneres? Yeah. No, okay. Matt's not too excited about that one. Well, maybe... Lil Wayne's a little cooler than Ellen. I mean, the arguments there, I suppose. All right, well, let's see if this person's as popular with you, Matt. Sorry about that. This person being the one I'm about to... Everything's fine. fine. Everything's fine. Everything is fine. I promise. I promise. But, Matt, this is another one from late last night. I'm curious if you know who this is and what team he's talking about. You know, we, we're, we put our best hitter at the top of the lineup, and that's it's it matters, and it gets we guarantee that he's going to get the most at-bats of anybody. Um, we guarantee there's a presence to start the game. Um, that, that spot is always coming around, and it, it matters. Um, and, you know, it's been a little, it's been a little, maybe a little break since, for, since the last homer. It feels like it's been a while, but um, it's always in there. So, Matt. Who do you think that he's talking about? It's clearly somebody from the world of the MLB. Who do you think it could be? Um, maybe Craig Council. Craig Council? Yeah. You'd be correct. Well done, Matt Hamilton. And if I'm guessing off of who... The leadoff hitter. The leadoff hitter? Honestly, I only really know one brewer, so I'll say Christian Yelich. You're right. Wow. (laughs) Of course. I gave him the most basic, yes! basic <laughs> clip we could find. That's the first one since the inauguration of what Matt missed, and I nailed it. <laughs> I should have worn my Christian Yelich jersey today too, just to give you the extra hint in case you needed it. Well I, done, Matt. I don't Hamilton. know where else I would have gone once <laughs> Christian Yelich. So, is Devin Williams still Brewer? But he would not be leading off. Yeah, I know <laughs> he wouldn't be leading off. But like, I was just trying to think of other Brewers. <laughs> Willie Adams. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, again, it's more of like I, the name, if when you say it would ring the bell, but I don't think I could pull it out of thin air. Yeah, I mean. Well, thank Christian you for Yelich. giving me that softball, Ryan. You're welcome. The yeah. same one that pitcher gave uh, Yelich yesterday. Yeah, leadoff. You know when he hit his home run? What point in the game it was last night? Could you tell uh, me that? Sixth inning. Sixth inning? It was the first at bat. Right, first right at the beginning bat. of the game. That's yes. amazing. <laughs> what a start. Yeah, hell of a start. Yeah. Six and two, beat them six to two. Brewers nine. nine I did games see in a row. that they were six two, and they have yeah. It's like 
They're well above 500 right now, too. Oh, yeah. They're they're actually third best record in the MLB. Right? Third best record in the NL. wins? Yeah, 74 wins. Wow. Yeah. They're hot. Plus, you got another bye game tonight. Another bye game? Another bye series, you might say, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Down it. Jim, Jim refusing to acknowledge that one. Well, see, be curious if you'll be able to acknowledge this one, Matt. This is from last night as well. <laughs> you are so good, Ryan. I'm do loving you, it. Do you know who this is and what it is that he'd be talking about on some uh, ESPN Madison programming from last night? So, I mean, and the ones that do it, are great. Amazing. They're Alabama, they're mm-hmm. Georgia, they're Ohio State. Yep. But it's not easy to do. And I, I don't want to see Wisconsin abandon that, but I'm eager to see what they can do with space and speed. Obviously a shorter clip there, but what do you think that is that uh, that ESPN Madison host is speaking about? Is that Brad? That'd be <laughs> Brad, Brad Norman. Norman. Brad Norman, yes, that Brad. Nice. Okay, okay. Um, he's clearly talking about the Badgers. Can you play that just the first like couple seconds again? I don't know. Is that allowed? Is that part of what Matt missed? I feel like we'll make it up as we go. Matt literally <laughs> missed the clip you just played. <laughs> so I mean, and the ones that do it are great. Amazing. They're Alabama. They're Georgia. They're Ohio State. That was the beginning of it again. Yeah. Um. I don't know what that Alabama and Ohio States and Georgias do that the Badgers don't. But let's say. I don't know, maybe, maybe they're recruiting in-state and in-house kind of thing, so they're talking about getting good recruits. Recruits? Getting good recruits Lineman? in-state? I don't isn't, know. Isn't that the opposite of what the Badgers were doing recently? It getting is. In-state recruits? But he's saying like that's what these guys are doing, and that's why these guys are good. I don't know. I, I don't know what he was referring to. He was referring to getting the ball to playmakers in open space with the wow. new Phil Longo air raid offense, actually. Gotcha. So, so, so basically alluding to the idea that Braylon Allen might be used as a little bit of a pass catcher as well. Well, Braylon Allen, I mean, we could talk about Shimmer DK, Bryson Green, the transfer from Oklahoma State. There's playmakers all over the field. Yeah, it's not uh, Paul Chris Badger where you had one playmaker. Now yeah. they got many playmakers. Matt. Oh, my, my, you just guys just blew my mind. Can we play a game? <laughs> I love games, so yes. Should we play a game of is this a Packers cut or a Badgers <laughs> football player? <laughs> no, I okay. Love that. You said the weakest link was a little too much, a little too savage. This is really. I didn't say it was <laughs> savage. I said it was lame. I think it was savage but appropriate. This is Rutledge Hamilton presented <laughs> by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. America's favorite game. <laughs> what are we calling this? Matt's an idiot. Matt's an idiot. <laughs> I, I, honestly, that's kind of where my head was at. We. I'm going to ace this one, I think. You are clearly not a huge Brewers fan. In the idea. You want them to win, but as far as players on the team... Getting into the nitty-gritty of By nitty-gritty, you mean... Players who play for the baseball yes, team. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I am cheering for the logo and yes. the brand. Which, nothing wrong with that. It's a fantastic logo. I mean... Uh, they the ha- it was better when it was the M&B. You like the m and Wait, when you say the M&B... The they made the glove. glove. Yeah, but yeah, that's not that's their logo. Was- yeah, but that's not their logo. Yeah, now. they changed it back to that. It's back. It's a back? I didn't yeah, know that. That's, that's, that's how I do what I am. So Matt knows the logos. I, don't, I know the players. <laughs> exactly. Between the two of us, um, we'll figure it out. But regardless, I think baseball... I don't know. It's just not for me. It's just not yeah. my thing anymore. I used to care. It's like a lot of sports. It's more fun to play baseball or a version of baseball. See, I, I, mean, I guess maybe softball's fun. Watch. Like, yeah, baseball is boring as, as hell too. You baseball, stand out there, like, great to go there, hang out, be with friends, enjoy the atmosphere of baseball. Is what's great about baseball. Yeah, and I cap, and I cap it at like, and yes. I cap it at yes. like three hours. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, tailgate, and then maybe four hours. Tailgate, go to the game, watch. However long two hours the yeah. game gets me, which now gets me deeper, 
And then yeah. I want to get out of there before I get stuck in traffic. I like equal parts tailgate and baseball. I like tailgate more than baseball. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Minimum. Yeah. Equal parts. Um, so we're going to play a game here, which is we're going to ask Matt Hamilton. Is this a Badger football player or a Packers football player? But we're going to use players on the bubble for the Green Bay Packers as cut down day is today. Do we not have that many cuts? I mean, there's a lot of cuts to be made, so we're going to give oh, okay. you five. There's going to be 10 total players. Okay. And I don't know what the split is, but there's 10 total players. Oh, no. The split could be anything. anything. It could be one packer. <laughs> it could be zero packers. Oh, my gosh. I don't like my odds as much anymore. So I, have my, I do have my list of 10 here, Packers <laughs> and Badgers. So we'll go ahead and start with this one, Matt. Quincy Burroughs, packer, packer on the fringe or Badger? That sounds like a Badger. You are correct, sir. Woo! He's transferred from Cincinnati. Wide receiver. Could be Next one of the Next time, ask out of the him slot. to go deeper. Go deeper? Yes. See if he, <laughs> he's, don't make me swim literally, deeper. Oh, it's literally 50 50 right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I at least want to see can he nail a position then? Okay. All right. All right. All right. We'll go position now. Because he's right. just flipping a coin. <laughs> position. Future car salesman. <laughs> Packer. <laughs> hey, now. All right. Next one on the list. Matt, we have Brenton Cox. Who is he? Brenton Cox. Um, that sound. That's a lineman name of some sort. And <laughs> we'll go with. I love it. We'll go with. That's a. That's also a badger. That is incorrect oh. on both accounts. Actually, <laughs> he is. He's a linebacker, but like an edge linebacker. So you were close when there, it came to linemen. But he's a Packer on the fringe. He was an undrafted, fringe. undrafted free agent. Who am I thinking they of? Signed out of Florida. The Eagle that with the last name Fletcher. 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 Yeah, Fletcher. exactly. But there's a linebacker Brian Cox who also played in the. NFL. I mean, I guess, but yeah, I was the context I had was Fletcher. Oh, that was just <laughs> beautiful. I feel like you, you got so cocky after the first where you're like, he's a lineman because of the name and he's a badger wrong and wrong you are the weakest link all right that's good that's funny jim did you come up with that <laughs> uh, check it on the poll on that one in a minute here Bye. all right all right so next one we're going with matt let's see how deep your knowledge goes jonas Duclona. come on say it again jonas Duclona. Duclona. d-u-c-l-o N A. Hmm. That's a. That's a badger, and we'll say tight end. You're correct about the badger part. Ah. He's a defensive back, though. Actually, DB. a defensive back of true freshman who a lot of people think could have a chance to see the field this year. One nice. of the guy, one of the guys. Who, I'm taking uh, a win for that one. He was a half point for that. Is he get like a one and a half? Yeah, I'll I'll give me he's got to get a half point. He got the badger part right. Okay, I mean, so you get a one. You're what? One and a half out of ten. One and a half out of, so out, out of four so far. Yeah, so, yeah. Sorry, out of four. Hitting about four. Side note: We have dueling fifty percent polls right now. Wow. <laughs> Your weakest link thing. You've weighed it. Uh, so now it's fifty fifty on that. <laughs> Let's go. Matt's influence strikes again. And then wow. the Aaron Rodgers thing, fifty fifty as well. <laughs> Uh, I, I quoted it. I said, I if this is yeah. lame, I don't want to be cool. <laughs> All right, so we have another pretty cool name on this one here, Matt. So I ask you, Innis Gaines, is he a Packer on the fringe or Badger football player? That sounds like a Packer on the fringe, and running backs are trying to make gains in yardage, so that's a running back. He's actually more of the defensive version. He's a safety. He's not a running back. So you got two. But he does Packers? play for the Packers. Oh, so, so you got, got ha another half point. There you go. Okay, so you got two out of what? Five? Yep. Two out of five? We're halfway through this list. All right, so we'll go you to the next get, one. It's got to be more than five. You can get two points. Uh... What? No, because no, no, I've asked you five so far. You're right. Okay. So here's number six, Emmanuel Wilson. Oh, that's... Uh, I just saw that. That's Packers running back. Correct hey. on both accounts. Oh, I just saw that yesterday. So he gets and one whole point for that one. According to Woo. his Instagram, he is going to make the 53-man roster. So <laughs> not only is he on the fringe, he made the team. So you want to make sure you know his name behind uh, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon going forward. All right. Next one on the list, we have Travion Blaylock. I think that is also a Packer, and that's a wide receiver. 
Wrong on both accounts. <laughs> Safety for the Badgers. <laughs> Safety uh, for the Badgers. I believe he's a redshirt senior. He's going to be kind of their uh, third uh, safety, kind of playing that free safety, roaming the seven? field on the back so end. You, what's that? I'm three for seven right now? Three for Yeah, that was the seventh question. Yep. And with two just Confidently whiffs. wrong <laughs> yeah. answers, yeah. Yes. I, two bold whiffs. Yeah, I was pretty confident in that one. That was real You off. were really, yeah. You were really off. All right, then we'll go to the next one here for you, Matt. There's Patrick Taylor. Oh, that's a... Mm. I feel like... Oh, my gosh. So we had a... We had a... <laughs> that's Packer running back again. Wow, he's right again, oh guys. Oh, my gosh! Matt is hot. I was a little nervous. I'm going to be honest. I was confident, but then the last... Swing and miss really shook me a little. <laughs> All right, so we have to move through this one a little bit because Jason Woodley is actually moving back up to his usual time at 2.45, so we'll have to get through these next few a little quicker, guys. Okay. It's, it's a little chaotic back here. Skylar Bell. Oh, Badger wide receiver. Wow, you were right on top of that. You, were, you remember from last the year? Okay, we got that. Year. We All got right. that one. All right, Rodas Johnson. Oy-oy-oy. Love the name. Um, Rodas Johnson. I'm going to say that's a... Packer player, and he's a linebacker who's going to get cut. That's the exact opposite of what you guessed with Brenton Cox, and he is the exact opposite of Brenton Cox. He's a Badgers defensive lineman. <laughs> all right, last also, one. Also, side note, we all hate the Ravens now. They cut Melvin Gordon. No, no not Ravens fans on this show. Nope. Right. Nope. Nope. No Ravens. All right, but I think we didn't get to this one yet, Matt. So Anthony Johnson, this is your last last chance here. Did you know this one? I know who he is. Uh, then it's Badger. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. The punter? <laughs> He's not a punter. No, that would be incorrect, Matt. That is a Packers safety. They drafted mm. him out of Iowa State, I believe, in the seventh round this past Seventh year. round? I was seventh not round. That was the guy that Packer fans got round. super excited about for a little bit. Yes. Him and uh, Valentine? Corey Valentine. Or uh, Corey. Valentine. Um, Carrington or something? Carrington like Valentine, yeah. yes. Yeah. He's going to make the roster. Fourth yes. round pick. He's very good. Corey Valentine did not, however, unfortunately. Is that a real person? <laughs> Corey Valentine is a real person. No, I'm not making that up. They had Carrington Valentine and Karen? Corey Valentine. So I got to five roster. out of ten. That's still not bad. I got to say that's much better than I was expecting. <laughs> that, I thought I made this list fairly hard. It's even though I, than I was yes expecting to. Yes and no, because a he didn't know a single... Well, you knew one Badger. And the rest were like, that's not a that's not a Packer, so maybe it's a Badger. Like, yeah. Was that your kind of mindset for things? You knew yeah. Skyler Bell, 100%. Yeah. And then everyone else was like, well, I don't think they're a Packer, so maybe they're a Badger. Don't you <laughs> deep dive how I broke it down in my head. I love that Matt, <laughs> I love that Matt gets 50% on a 50-50 poll, and he's like, I nailed it! <laughs> hey, that's pretty good. That's, uh, is that how you got through school too? Just, just D, about. That's why D's get the D's get degrees. Thank D's you. get asked to repeat a class kindly. And then the degree. Well, I don't think we should be doing that segment again many times. The folks at Canopy Wealth Management take time to truly get to know and understand the dynamics of your values, goals, and plans for your family. You define your goals. They work towards making them happen with their comprehensive financial planning. After all, no family fits a generic mold, and neither should your financial plan. At Canopy, care, competence, and clarity isn't just a tagline. It's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started on your financial journey today. That's canopy-wealth.com. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. Jason Wilde up next. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Portrayer of the Year, Jason Wilde. I'm not in a mood for drama with my Jason. Why are you always trying to stir stuff up, Jason? Is on Rutledge and Hamilton. I don't know if I will go as far as you will. With Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. <laughs> All right, boys. All right. Be good. Presented by Coors Light. Rutledge and Hamilton, live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Get into the show, 844-770-3776. This is jamming Matt Hamilton, or is it just me? Is that loud? Ryan likes to bump. Ryan was just bumping some cool tunes. Look, 
We have Jason Worley on, guys. I'm just excited, all right? Yeah, Crank it up. your hero, bro. All right, we got uh, Jason Wildey joining the show. And, uh, Jason, we'll start with, it looks like a Packer player broke some news with Emmanuel Wilson. I, I don't know what social media outlet he put it on, but he Instagram. posted that he has made the 53. So, uh, Jason, how you doing? And we'll start with, uh, are you surprised about Emmanuel Wilson making the team? Uh, I am, and I'm doing well. Uh, I would like to say that I thought it was really cute that uh, that Ryan Wollersheim thought, well, hey, we'll have you come on at 3.15 instead of your regular time, because then you can talk about all the Packers' cuts that have been made. Uh, clearly, he has no idea that the Packers are one of the absolute worst <laughs> when it comes to this. Uh, I one of my colleagues, I won't mention their name, but they keep track of every year when they announce the cuts. And Ryan was right. The deadline is 3 o'clock, so we're eight minutes away from the actual deadline. One year, they announced their cuts at 7.08. Uh, <laughs> last year, it was early. They did it at 6.38. Uh, the one year with Goody in charge where they were really nice and early was during covid when they announced them at 4.38, which is still 98 minutes after the deadline. So God bless them. Uh, If if I have a list of uh, all the cuts in my inbox at 3.05, I will call back to this program and (laughs) rejoin you, but I I don't think that's going to be the case. Are they the worst in the league at that? What is the point of a deadline (laughs) if it's never met? Yeah, you know how to you know how to take the reservation. <laughs> yeah. you don't know how to hold the reservation, which is the yeah, most I, important part of the reservation. <laughs> yeah, the holding, yes, exactly. Look, I, I I'll be honest. Um, I I don't care either way. It, they, whatever they want to do is fine. But that's the you know, there's other teams that have already made their cuts and announced them, even though the deadline's not till three o'clock. Like I, I don't know what they're what they think the competitive advantage is, but because. Everyone gets access. Here's the part that doesn't make sense. Everyone gets access to the waiver wire right away. So all 32 teams find out all at the same time about the cuts. So once the deadline's passed, I can understand not putting it out there early, you know, before the deadline arrives. I can understand that reasoning. But beyond that, I don't get it. But to your point, Jim, I'll, I'll stop bellyaching. <laughs> um, two, two guys announcing they're making the 53. Malik Heath who Ooh. made it and announced that on his Instagram, but that was not a surprise at all. Uh, Brenton Cox also making it as another undrafted free agent, and I wasn't surprised by that either. He was one of two guys, Heath being the other, that both would have been drafted had they been not had they not been complete knuckleheads in college and done a bunch of stupid stuff. So Speak. those were not surprising. The, the Emmanuel Wilson one, we were told over and over and over again, that the number three running back job is predicated on playing special teams and being able to pass protect. And Emmanuel Wilson was very productive in preseason, but I thought that had earned him a spot on the practice squad. I am legitimately surprised that they kept him on the 53. And Jason, we were chuckling because we played a game last segment where we asked Matt Hamilton, was a player a Packer or a Badger? In what position? A Packer on the bubble, like a cut uh, cut line Packer or a Badger? And we also asked what position uh, they played. What was your answer to Cox? Uh, I said that's a lineman's name. <laughs> so I said and, D and lineman. For the Badgers. For the Badgers. Yeah. So he was 100% <laughs> wrong on that. That's why we were, we were chuckling in the game. Is this a form? Well, now I should know because apparently he's going to be on the team. <laughs> yeah, indeed, yes. So learn, learn your roster, Hamilton. Yeah, I'm going to study the roster. Uh, at in fairness, in fairness to you, I would not have done well on Badgers. Like, I'm still learning the Badgers roster. Like with the transfer portal and everything else, like, and no preseason games to have watched leading into the opener, like I don't, I don't have a good handle on this roster at all, and so I, I, I don't, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna crush you for that. <laughs> Tyrell Ford, Tyrell Ford, Badger Packer, Packer, hundred percent. Jonathan Ford, also Packer, Badger, Packer, also Packer. Ru- Rudy Ford. <laughs> Badger Packer. Also Packer. <laughs> Gerald Ford. <laughs> no, President. <I'm> sorry. 
Wolverine. <laughs> I think he went to Michigan. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Matt, you got a question here? <laughs> I mean, honestly. Or you just we, want to be quizzed. Well, we kind of ripped through a, uh, a couple of I was curious who your, your biggest surprise was, but you said the biggest so surprise. So I, I can ask. So Pat Aldano was, it's a small thing, but I, oh. I think I saw your your cohort, Rob Domofsky, put out that Odano was the main holder for Carlson. And Jason, it's just another small thing yeah. for me where the Packers are just saying, we're going to go young, and wherever the small little places in the margins we could get victories, that doesn't matter. We're just going to go right. with the young guys. And that was just another small yep. thing. Does that, it sounds like you agree with me on that then. Totally agree with you on that. And, and look, I, again, I, I really like Pat O'Donnell. Uh, I, I used this anecdote in my story in the State Journal this morning. Uh, I... I, I called myself because i don't have any interest in mentioning myself in stories but this was germane uh a, a longtime observer is what <laughs> i called myself so i wouldn't call myself by name but i said early on in camp a longtime observer uh interacted with pat o'donnell and and uh i i'm gonna drop the long time <laughs> i can't talk like that anymore so i went over to his locker and i was like hey i'm glad to see you're here He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, you're over 30. And it appears that Brian Gutekunst doesn't want anybody on his team that's over 30. He's like, wait, are you trying to get rid of me? I'm like, hey, I ain't trying to get rid of you. I like you. But I'm just telling you that Brian Gutekunst doesn't seem to want guys that are of your age. I said, there's four of you on the team, and you're the oldest one. The other three are Preston Smith, Devondre Campbell, and David Bakhtiari. I said, I hope you're here. But I think he's going to look for every reason possible to give the job to the young guy, Daniel Whelan. And lo and behold, a month later, that's exactly what happened. And I'm not proud of that. I'm not bragging about Mm -hmm. that. I'm telling you that that's exactly what this football team is doing. That's the kind of stuff. Because Daniel Whelan does not have extensive experience holding, especially not in the NFL. But if you go back and look at his the misses that Carlson had, look, Carlson missed kicks with both of them. It's not... Like, he only missed kicks when Daniel Whelan was holding. But uh, if you give me a choice between a guy who's done it in the league for a decade or a guy who was at, you know, he was the the first team all-XFL punter, uh, I'm taking the guy that's done it in the league for 10 years, especially when I gave him $650,000 in a roster bonus in the spring, and I just ate that now. So I just I don't get it. I don't I I mean I do. I get exactly what they're doing. I know what they're doing. They want to do it this way. They have every right to do it this way. God bless them for doing it this way. I hope for their sake it's successful. But to me, you know, and and look, I said this to Tausch this morning. We saw Anders Carlson kick a fifty seven yard field goal at the end of the half against Seattle. He could very well do that at Soldier Field to win the game on September tenth. But I at least know what Mason Crosby has done in the NFL. And if you're telling me that you are so focused on getting through growing pains and getting guys experience so they can grow and be championship-level players in a year or two years or three years, then you clearly don't care about whether or not Jordan Love drives you into field goal range against the Bears in the closing seconds and on comes Anders Carlson for a 48-yard field goal with Daniel Whelan holding a kick that I think 95 out of 100 times Mason Crosby will make with Pat O'Donnell holding for him instead of Corey Bajorquez and all the train wreck they had two years ago with their operation. You're telling me that if it goes through, great. We'll be happy that we won. But if it doesn't go through, we're okay with that. That's the messaging here. And so, again, if that's what they want to do, that's fine. But I would argue that when Jordan Love leads you to a game-winning field goal opportunity against the Bears and the kicker makes it, it's a lot different than if he does the exact same thing as the quarterback and the kicker misses it. Because, yes, you can take the moral victory of, well, hey, he had us in position, but Aaron Rodgers had – the 2008 Packers in position to win a bunch of those eight games that they uh, were decided by one score. They ended up winning one out of those eight, and that's how you end up at 6-10. and 10. And I would argue that the best-case scenario here 
is to have a few veteran players that can do the things that help you win games, as you put it, Jim, in the margins. And then suddenly, holy crap, instead of a 6-11 and 11 team, you're a 9-8 and eight team, and you're sneaking into the playoffs. And even though you get your asses kicked by the two seed on the road, you already have had, in a year where you were rebuilding, your young players all got to experience a playoff game for the first time. So I, I, in a league where three, four, five plays a game decide things, um, maybe they'll all go the Packers' way like they did for the Vikings last year. But I doubt that they will. And so this is going to be – there are going to be some ups and downs. You can be optimistic as a fan all you want, but uh, if you want somebody to ruin that, either talk to me because Rolf <laughs> has experienced that, or, or talk to Jim Rutledge, who's been a Bears fan and had his optimism shattered plenty of times. Look, I saw what Chicago – Chicago's 0-8 last year in one-score games. They did it to a more extreme version with the Packers are doing, but they just said, we're just playing the young guys, and whatever happens, happens. Yeah. As long as the players we want to flash, flash, we'll live with the consequences. Yep. I don't think the Sounds Packers like are going to win three. Last thing, Willie, real quick, you want to react to this. The Colts, uh, you know, you're a Badger, Jonathan Taylor, former Badger, they are not trading Jordan Taylor. They're saying, or Jonathan Taylor, they said they did not get Fair value offer for him, and they're going to put him on the pup list. So that's getting borderline beyond toxic in Indianapolis. But he is now a Colt, and he will not play for the first, uh, what, four games of the year now. Yeah, and I saw Melvin Gordon was yep. released today, too. And um, look, look, mama, don't let your babies grow up to be running backs. Like, mm-hmm. I, 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 I am always pro player because I'm not going to root for the billionaires. I would rather <laughs> right. root for the millionaires. Um, but Jonathan Taylor saw what happened to Saquon Barkley, saw what happened to Josh Jacobs, saw what happened to Tony Pollard, and on down the line. And he's trying to be proactive to at least get what he can get before he's in their same situation. And I applaud him for that. Uh, I don't. I'm not really a big Jim Ursay fan, uh, but I, he had a limited hand of cards. Right? He's playing the hand he's dealt. But I don't think it's a winning hand because what just happened is exactly what they're capable of doing. Well, forget it then, right? We'll, we'll just keep you. And that doesn't help anybody. Now, maybe maybe that position softens by the trade deadline or whatever else. Or maybe they want to continue to – maybe they want to lose a bunch and, and get a bunch of picks next year, kind of like the Bears did. Mm-hmm. But I, I just – if you're a running back, man, you're, you're just – you're in a no-win situation. They're going to use you and chew you up and spit you out. And God bless JT for trying to do more, but as we've seen, it didn't really work to this point. Jason, look forward to talking next week. Enjoy the uh, Labor Day holiday. <laughs> and your late well, email me, coming tonight. Uh, yes. Yeah. Wait. Wait. Yeah. Before you go, let me just quick check my email here. Let me. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Uh, no, nothing from the Packers. On uh, announcing their cuts, I, I know. But it's past the deadline. I know that's surprising. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe maybe it's just slow loading. Maybe it'll load after I hang up. All yeah. right, guys, call right. us back when you get it. it. All right, that was Jason Wildey. Listen to him, Wildey and Tausch. Nine to noon on ESPN Wisconsin. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light.